Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. Videos that are moderated by actual people. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about social trolling. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscored team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit Underscored.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Allison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. <laughs> Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on Deadline. Thank you again, Allison. Thank you. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just 348 With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. This is Live Bet Saturday on VSAN, the Sports Betting Network. Hey, everybody, and welcome in. It's another action-packed NFL Saturday this time. Uh, we're here Christmas Eve from across Las Vegas. I'm Ben Wilson at the South Point Sportsbook Studios, joined by Jeff Parles, who's over at Mandalay Bay. We are presented by BetMGM, and a lot of fun for us over the next three hours, all things NFL betting. Jeff is going to do his best to uh, play contortionist over there, trying to watch as many games <laughs> as humanly possible. Jeff, let's start at the top of the AFC playoff picture where the top three seeds who have already clinched bursts doing battle and some early scares with Buffalo going down on the road against Chicago. We're trailing at the half 10-6 and we're six and a half point second half favorites. You did have a bet there on the Buffalo Bills. Jeff, and uh, how's that going for you so far? So I took Buffalo at halftime. There was, it was six and a half second half down four, minus 120. It was the best number I saw. And it was one of those where Buffalo was averaging 80 yards a play in the first half. They moved the ball. They, got bas- they kicked the ball in the Lake Michigan uh, on, on a late much. field goal attempt. <laughs> I mean, it was just one of those games where Buffalo, they, they looked, they, even though they were moving the ball, it was one of those where it's like, all right, you know, we, we know we're, we're going to be able to turn it on at some point, but they haven't turned it on. And in the second half, they completely turned it on, and that defense has turned it on in this third quarter. So I feel very good about where I'm at right now, laying two and a half with the Bills. Uh, for the game, up 11 with six and a half to go in the third quarter. I think a lot's going to have to happen for Murray to lose that game. Uh, but, Ben, I, I look, I will give credit give credit to the Bears, at least for a half, where the Bears have really been able to hang in uh, in a lot of these games. But, look, Buffalo's talent is just too much here. 
Uh, I, I would not do anything now at this point unless a Buffalo scores a touchdown to go up 18. Then maybe I'd come back with a bet on the Bears at a bloated number, but mm-hmm. Buffalo seems to have turned on in this second half. And again, when we, we, Ben, we know this. When the Bills turn it on, there are not many teams, if anyone, better than them in this league. 13 and a half point favorites right now at BetMGM. Juice to the Buffalo side at minus 125 and a 45 and a half total. A game that had a lot of action toward the Bears closing as low as eight in some shops. 40 and a half the total there. And in the game that probably had the most action on both directions, Jeff, Cincinnati, one of those top three teams as well in the AFC, taking on New England. Embarrassing is probably not strong enough a word, Jeff, to describe how bad it has been today for New England. You and I both were on Cincinnati. We both sort of felt the, uh, the nervousness pouring through our veins with how many sharp, respected betters around the Patriots today taking the line from Cincy three and a half down to three. And yet this has been a complete whitewashing since really the opening kickoff. And if it were anybody else than Bill Belichick as head coach for the New England Patriots, we'd be saying this guy and his staff, they've got to go because it's been an absolute mess there in Foxborough. 22 nothing Cincinnati just underway there in the third quarter. Well, if we were if we were air if we were a Boston centric station, I think we could have that conversation. Uh, but we'll look at it a little more rationally here, Ben. I think this is more to do with Cincinnati than New England. I think the Patriots are what they are. They're a mediocre football team that when in the eight games they have played real quarterbacks this year, they are going to be 0-8 straight up, Ben. The only quarterback this year with a pulse they have beaten is Jared Goff. And that was a game where Detroit was missing half their offensive line and Amon Ross St. Brown didn't play. So that was a tough ask for Goff to go in there. Yes, they embarrassed him, but that was not the same Detroit team that we have seen in during this win streak that's going to end today in Charlotte. But Ben, when is the market going to properly catch up with Cincinnati at this point? They have the second best quarterback in the world in Burrow. They have great weapons and wide receivers that have been completely uncoverable today. And they have the best in game. As our guy Trip Tepper reminds us on a weekly basis on Twitter, Ben, Lou Amaruno is the best adjuster in all of football on the defensive yeah. side of the ball at halftimes. They don't give up points in the second half when a game is still an actual game. They give up a touchdown last week when the game was an 18-point game. This Cincinnati team is disrespected still in the market. They were a three-and-a-half-point road favorite against a horrible team last week. I know it was a weird path to get there, but they got there with ease. And then today, they're a field goal against a team that just suffered. And again, I get... That team is not as bad as it looks the next week or, or the past week or as good as they were the past week. But this is what New England has done against good quarterbacks. That defense is fraudulent. I don't care that you made Zach Wilson look like a junior high schooler. Zach Wilson is a junior he, high school yeah, quarterback at this is. point. So <laughs> yeah. I don't care that you beat Sam Ellinger. I don't care that you beat Jacoby Brissett. When you've played every good quarterback this year that you played, Lamar Jackson was great against them. Aaron Rodgers, that was when, before we knew the Packers weren't any good. Aaron Rodgers moved the ball against them with a broken thumb. I, I mean, look at what Josh Allen did to them three weeks ago. When New England has played good quarterbacks, they have gotten obliterated this year. They stink. And quite frankly, if it wasn't for getting Zach Wilson twice, we'd be talking about a five-win New England team right now. 24 first downs to four for Cincinnati. Joe Burrow, 30 of 38, 299 yards through the air, three touchdowns to Mac Jones's eight of 13, 52 yards for New England. This has been, uh, as I said, an embarrassment is a kind way to put it today for New England. If you wanted to get involved, it's now 36 and a half the live line, uh, at least as of right now, with Cincinnati having the ball, 640 to go third quarter, nearing midfield. A, uh, sorry, 36 and a half is your live total right now. 22 and a half is the live spread for Cincinnati. It was New England minus a half at the halftime break. 20 was the second half total after uh, that total went off 41 and a half 
or 42. The third game of the three top teams in the AFC. Jeff, this has to have been a frustrating watch for you holding a Seattle Seahawks ticket today, catching 10. A lot of money towards Kansas City, very popular public team. Seattle's done all that they can do defensively. Hold can, held Kansas City to 17 points as we sit at the 630 mark of the third quarter. But for Geno Smith and, and the Seattle offense, it's just been a, a frustrating day on all fronts. Just went for it fourth and four in Kansas City territory after a long sustained drive. Ten plays, 48 minutes over five and a, uh, 48 yards over five and a half minutes. And Geno Smith throws short of the sticks to uh, Parkinson on fourth and four. Kind of the day in a nutshell, really, Jeff, for a Seattle team that if you would have told me Kansas City would only have 17 at this point in the game. You'd probably think Seattle was covering right now, given the uh, lack of uh, general trust most people have in Casey's defense. Yeah, you know, it's just one of those where I think Seattle is kind of what they – again, I don't want to use the same phrase over and over again, but the Seahawks overachieved, and they've come crashing back to earth. And, and quite frankly, Geno Smith has been terrible in this game, Ben, because if Geno Smith has played well – this is 17-10 probably right now because, again, he should have had a touchdown. DK, that was more on DK Metcalf than the quarterback. Metcalf shouldn't have jumped for the ball, but the throw was a little bit high. But Geno really has been terrible in this game against a terrible Kansas City defense that we consider one of the bottom ones. But, look, as it always is with KC, Ben, we know this year after year their defense is not particularly good, but they find a way to rectify stuff once the calendar gets to late December, early January. So, I look, I, I think they're, they're in a scenario here, if you're a Seattle backer like me, just one of those where, look, it's a football team that's not particularly good anymore. By the way, that game next week against the Jets, which a oh month boy. ago looked like you get flexed to Sunday Night Football, is now Sadness Bowl New Year's Day. But you're in a, you're in a scenario now where uh, you're going to need a lot of help here. Even though, again, I'll give Seattle's defense credit. They've played very well in this yeah, game, hard, all things yeah. considered since they've been on the field the whole game. Right now, 15 and a half the number at BetMGM on Kansas City. 35 and a half is your live total. Chiefs were laying three for the second half, 24 uh, the total there. And we've yet to see a score there in the second half. Uh, looking at a to closing total there of 50 and a half or 51, the largest on the board uh, so far, pacing well, well below that, thanks in large part to a, the Seattle futility on offense, and, and also how Seattle has played uh, really, really hard there on the defensive end. Uh, speaking of Seattle, let's switch to the bottom of the NFC play, playoff picture, Jeff, and the, the team that's been red hot, the Detroit Lions. Looks like it's going to come crashing down today. They do just score a touchdown, but fail to get the two-point conversion. So Lions were down 31-7, able to get a touchdown on a fourth down play. Jared Goff uh, able to complete a pass to Shane Zilstra in the back of the end zone, but they do not get the two-point conversion attempt. Really, Jeff, a game that felt like Detroit could have named their score early. 7-7 game, Detroit, first and goal inside the Carolina 10. Then Jared Goff drops a snap. It's fumbled, recovered by Carolina, and ever since then... It has been one-way traffic until that last touchdown as Carolina is running roughshod at the moment. And as we sit at this very moment, updating my screen here, seeing Carolina 17.5-point live favorites, your highest live total on the board of 57.5. You know, I'll say this. You give up over 200 yards rushing in the first half to Carolina. You give up a record-setting first-half performance for the Panthers, 365 yards of offense. Uh, you deserve to go home. You don't deserve to be in the postseason. And oh, look, I, again, the, the Lions last week should have lost. If, if you're, again, playing a quarterback that isn't a junior high school quarterback, you do lose last week. 
And again, the Lions played above their heads for five straight weeks. Then again, during that stretch, they had a bunch of really great performances. They were awesome against the Giants. They were awesome against Jacksonville. They were very good against Minnesota. But this whole run and this whole nonsense of Detroit restoring the roar completely this year doesn't happen if Justin Fields doesn't implode six weeks ago. So this is, again, teams are kind of showing what they really are today. The Lions have had a bad defense all year that has been outpaced by their offense playing extraordinarily well for six weeks. Finally play a def finally play a combination of a team that's playing as good as they can offensively and a good defense, you're going to lose. And that's what's happened to Detroit today. So uh, I, I didn't bet this game. I would have only bet Carolina, probably would have only bet Carolina since it seemed like every square better in the world was on Detroit <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when this was all said and done. Uh, but look, I, again, nice story. Campbell's done a really good job. They ain't there yet. The five circus survivor entrants who chose Detroit also not feeling very good right now. Five of the well, remaining 14 heading into this, this week 16A where you have to make selections not only for today's games but also the Christmas Day slate. There you see on your screen if you're watching us on YouTube TV or vsum.com, these selection counts. Lions in a whole lot of trouble. Titans trailing. Jets have already lost. Vikings are trailing. And the Browns are trailing. So it could truly be a day of, of complete carnage there. Uh, as we get ready to uh, continue to update you on these games when we come back. Uh, the Fraud Bowl in Minnesota. Jeff had action on the dog. It's the Giants 13, Vikings 10. Vikings though driving. Big third and five on the final play of the third quarter. We'll update you on that coming back. Baltimore is held by Atlanta, 14-6. Baltimore leads Falcons, second straight week. They're hanging in there, and we'll get the ball back with 3.30 to go in the third quarter. And Alvin Kamara is into the end zone for New Orleans. Saints have taken a seven-point lead in Cleveland, 17-10, as we go to the fourth. We'll update you on all those games, plus more action next on Live Bet Saturday. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. 
Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation vlogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. This is Live Bet Saturday on VSEN, the sports betting network. College bowl season is here, and VEASAN has you covered. We have picked spreads and totals for every single bowl game. Head to VEASAN.com and check out all our bowl betting coverage. While you're there, now is a great time to become a VEASAN Pro subscriber for only $79 as you get access to everything we do from now through the big dance. Visit VEASAN.com slash subscribe. It is all things NFL today, though. Unusual for Saturday, but that is how it works on a holiday weekend. We hope you're all having a great holiday weekend uh, wherever you're watching or listening to us from. Jeff, we're into that witching hour, though, of NFL as we have eight games coming down to the wire, one game about to go to the half in that delayed start in Nashville at Nissan Stadium. We'll get a halftime line coming up momentarily as the Texans take a 10-7 lead into the locker room. Our other quick updates, though, Joe Burrow throws a very bizarre pick six, <laughs> and uh, Jack Jones and the New England Patriots are back in the game. Extra point missed, though, so it's a 22-6 lead right now for the Cincinnati Bengals. Remember, uh, Patriots were laying a half point in the second half. It's 6-0 Patriots in the second half if you wanted to get involved taking a uh, bloated number there, and the Bengals are now punting it back to New England. So, uh, and that was actually um, Marcus Jones. Not I always get my Joneses of New England confused, but we'll make sure it's the right Marcus Jones uh, there for New England. Uh, the game, though, you have a very keen interest in, Jeff. It's uh, what you coined the Fraud Bowl, Minnesota, New York Giants playing in the Twin Cities as it was a big third down conversion right before the break and now a really nice catch in double coverage by TJ Hawkins and into the end zone. Vikings have retaken the lead and you're, uh, you're shaking your head over there at Mandalay Bay, Jeff. Uh, the refs handed Minnesota a touchdown. Giants had what should have been an interception on this drive that the ball was on the guy's hip. It wasn't on the ground. They overturned it on replay. Uh, Minnesota then gets a, a non-existent defensive holding on the next drive, next play uh, to keep the drive moving. And then I just that's gorgeous from Hawkinson. There's no other words for that. That's an amazing catch. And uh, look, this is going to fall. This could very easily fall right on the number right now, assuming Greg Joseph makes the PAT. But Look, I, I know this has kind of been a game where, again, both of these teams have been disrespected by analytics and, and the market the whole year. I, have, I actually think the Giants have looked like a real football team in this game. Minnesota got, got points off of, off of a fluky fumble by the Giants. Other than the opening drive, they really, until this drive, that was aided by a, what I think a wrong replay reversal. Uh, I haven't done much of anything. I, I think the Giants actually have played a pretty good game after a pretty rough start to the game for Daniel Jones. But, look, it's just, it just one of those years where it doesn't matter. If you keep betting against Minnesota, you're going to keep with a hole in your wallet because the Vikings just have the golden horseshoe in the pocket this year. And inevitably, look, they probably win a playoff game, but if they play the 49ers, they're going to get toasted. 17-13. Now, extra point is good, and that's a big distinction considering the line got all the way as high as four and a half at close. But after an early release in the week by a group, put, took the n- number down from four, four and a half down to three. 
steady money back on Minnesota the rest of the week. And T.J. Hawkinson, uh, two receiving touchdowns today, 92 receiving yards and two touchdowns. He has been – you think Detroit uh, regrets trading him uh, midseason there, Jeff? Uh, maybe just a little bit to, <laughs> to Minnesota. Yeah, yeah, I mean, they would have a big win streak when they made the trade. <laughs> I guess you're, in, in a sense, uh, you're right. Uh, by the way, for, for – those five people in Circus have ever hoping maybe Detroit could make a comeback. That is looking uh, like it's not going to happen. Carolina just picks up a big third down to start the fourth quarter. Nice catch by DJ Moore. who's had a huge game today for the Panthers. 31-13 Carolina in Detroit territory as we start the fourth quarter there. Uh, while we have a second, Jeff, we usually don't get an opportunity to talk halftime lines for the early window, but because of the rolling blackouts in Nashville, the city requested to the NFL that they postpone the game. NFL did not do that, but they did push back the start of Texans Titans an hour to just after two o'clock on the East Coast. So we just reached the half there. I've watched this game pretty closely. Somebody with uh, lots of Tennessee investment at the minus three mark. And all I could say was the, the sequence late in the first quarter where Davis Mills uh, where Davis Mills first had what would have been probably a 100-yard pick six dropped on the goal line by Tennessee, and then in the next play fumbled the ball forward while scrambling into the end zone that was miraculously covered by Houston. That pretty well sums up the first half in a nutshell so far. 10-7 Texans uh, as they lead the Titans on the road. First half in that game was 17-and-a-half for the total, so that does get home to the under, and Houston covers all numbers on the first half line was Tennessee minus two. Jeff, seeing Tennessee minus three, so pick them basically for the game now, 17, your second half total at 34, but I will admit the one thing that's been very concerning is Tennessee with a banged-up offensive line has really not done much of anything as far as protection. Malik Willis, six of eight for 38 yards, but he's been under siege every time he drops back, and Derrick Henry... What, 48 of his 83 yards so far came on one blown assignment in the secondary as, as he got through the first line and was gone in a touchdown run. So I got to admit, I'm feeling a, a little, little nervous at the moment right now with my Tennessee position here. Pick them for the game, and that's probably the right number. As we expected, uh, Jeff Driscoll, the best quarterback in this game so yes. far between the three quarterbacks <laughs> that he played. Expected. You know, I, look, I, I, I just one of those, Ben, where the hope of you bet Tennessee today was that Derrick Henry is going to run for 200 yards. He's 83 already, so he's having a good day. Like you said, 48 of them came on a long touchdown run. But, look, the Titans, again, I, I, I'm using this phrase a ton today, but we're this deep into the season. These teams are what they are. The Titans aren't good. And we've seen since that demolition of Green Bay on the Thursday, they've reverted into a team that just, they're not good at football right now. The defense is just too battered. Now that you're on a guy who, look, it's not Malik Willis' fault. He's not ready to play at this point, but he's not ready to play. And as even though Tannehill is pretty average, he's a significant upgrade over what Malik Willis brings. And it's hard-pressed to see Tennessee winning another game if Tannehill can't come back, Ben. I wouldn't touch this right now. I don't feel like yeah. – you said it's a pick for the game right now? Or yeah. is it Tennessee Houston minus, pick in the second half? No, Tennessee minus three for the second half, so pick for the game. Oh, I would bet Houston in the second half. I think Houston's going to win the game at this point. So, uh, I, I, I just – I don't see – unless if Henry goes absolutely nucle nuclear in the second half – I don't see how Tennessee wins this game. So uh, I would only take Houston. I, I think this form of Tennessee is as bad as anyone in the league. And as we know, Houston is the league's worst. Yep. Box score is pretty much identical on both sides. Four and yeah. a half yards per play. And, and really, uh, the, the big difference has been Houston's ability to move the chains on third downs. They've done their best throwing out the Driscoll-Mills combination. And it's at least kept Tennessee off balance just enough 
to, to give them four first down conversions on third downs out of the seven that they've had. Meanwhile, Tennessee just one of six on third downs. And at any time Malik Willis has dropped back to pass, watching this, Jeff, you, you just get the sense like, oh, there's no way this play is going anywhere. It is, it is essentially Derrick Henry versus Houston, uh, and that will be the, that'll be the strategy, at least for the Tennessee side. So I'm with you. Would not get involved right now. I'm going to just hold out for hope that I get a push here on the Tennessee three like we got a push last week on the Tennessee plus three in L.A. taking on the Chargers. Uh, as far as the games now coming down to the wire again, that's the one of the eight early window games. It's at the half since it started late. We have the two late window games today starting at 4.05 on the East Coast with Washington and San Francisco. And we'll, we'll get some thoughts before that game kicks off as well as the marquee 4.25 p.m. Eastern kick with Philadelphia taking on Dallas and Gardner Minshew at quarterback. Uh, man, I, probably the, the, the dead under of all the weather games, Jeff, the one that's going to be the deadest of unders is in Kansas City where – the, the Seahawks continue to hold, and yet back-to-back -back drives for the Seahawks that result in Can turnover. Can we get a on, touchdown here and get in the back <laughs> turn, door, please? Turnover on downs Just in Kansas City Just get one touchdown. Lose the game 17-10. Have some decency, Seattle. Let's go. It's funny. If, if, if Seattle was in a position to, now, to, to try and kick field goals, which, again, you probably would not want to be. You're assuming you've got to play aggressive against Kansas City offensively. This would probably be a 17-9 or 17-12 game right now, Jeff. But you don't blame Pete Carroll for being aggressive. You normally have to against KC. If be totally honest with you, Ben, at the end of the half when they kicked the field goal, that was a go for me on the fourth and goal at the four. So, I, I mean, I, I have no problem with how Pete Carroll and, and that offense has called this game. I, I have a problem with Geno Smith not playing well. <laughs> that's, that's the issue with this today. He has not played well. And, we have, again, Geno is obviously played very well for the bulk of this year, but we have seen Geno Smith come back to earth these last few weeks. Oh, there's, there you go. There's, there's Daniel Jones. Great, great. Going in for the uh -oh. lead and, and just, just a, not a good throw. Good play by Peterson to cut off the route. Uh, but no, look, it's just, just one of those days for Seattle where their defense, Ben, I mean, if you told us, if you told me before the game that Kansas City would be at five yards of play, 17, and Kansas City is 17 points with 13 minutes to go, I would have said, all right, Seattle's going to have a chance to win the game outright. And that just is not what happened, mm -hmm. has happened in this game. 17-3 game right now. Just updating our, our live odds there, courtesy of BetMGM, as they are our sponsor of the show today. 13-and-a-half right now is the Chiefs line with Juice minus 120 on the KC side. 30-and-a-half now your total down from a close of 50 at most shops. The one game we've not updated or mentioned yet in Baltimore, Justin Tucker kicks yet another field goal for the Ravens to take a 17-6 lead on Atlanta, 14-10 to go fourth quarter. Kind of, kind of the same game flow, Jeff, as last week where Desmond Ritter and the Falcons are so limited on offense, but they're playing their tails off for head coach Arthur Smith, and I would argue a pretty bad uh, intentional grounding call by Bill Vinovich and the refereeing crew at the end of the first half when Atlanta would have had a first and goal or second and goal at the one-yard line and said it backed him up, had to settle for three. That's the difference right now. Uh, but Baltimore, yet again, Jeff, not, uh, not impressive whatsoever. I know that's not a game you, you're particularly uh, tuned in on, but from watching the game, Feels like about the same game flow as Falcons-Saints last week. Now the question is, can the Falcons get in the back door? Uh, we'll see as they closed in that game, catching six and a half. A lot of interest on the Falcons today, taking them down from as high as eight to six and a half with a total of 35 and a half. Right now at BetMGM, as we currently sit, it is Ravens minus 10 and a half, but big, big juice, minus 160 on the Ravens side, 30 and a half, your live total. All right, it's witching hour in the NFL. What could possibly happen over the next half hour? We're going to find out next. This is Live Bet Saturday on VSAN, the Sports Betting Network.
Well, it's the witching hour of NFL Week 16. I'm sure there might just be a few twisted turns down the stretch as we welcome you back. It's Live Bet Saturday presented by BetMGM. We are looking for in-game betting angles and opportunities throughout the NFL slate. I'm looking around our studio here at the South Point. Eight games on everywhere, both here at the South Point, over at Mandalay Bay, where Jeff Parles is at. Uh, and, Jeff, some developing situations. First off in the game, you have a lot of interest in Giants and Vikings. Big stand made by the G-Men defense on a fourth and two play, down by four early fourth quarter. Go score a touchdown now. Hey, seriously, just... Let's get in the giving spirit. Let's get, let's win the <laughs> oh, game yeah. outright here. If you're the Giants, let's 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 get there outright. And and look again, this box score, Ben. We've talked about it. I mean, Giant. The Giants are outplaying Minnesota in this game. It's seven yards a play to five point two. Giants are outplaying them. It's just the two turnovers by New York and the turnover that should have been that the refs overturned in Manhattan for no good apparent reason. Uh, that's your difference in the ball game right now. So, look, I would love to see the Giants go down the field, score a touchdown here. And also, too, I would also be very happy if the Giants ended up make, make, making the playoffs here uh, just, just because the amount of complaining about this Giant team this year uh, from a lot of people, the fact that they won all those close games, the fact that they've overachieved. Look, teams overachieve. It happens. You know why teams usually overachieve? Because they have a good football coach. And Brian Dable has done a tremendous job with this team this year. A team that, look, Ben, there's no argument here. I mean, their, their, best, their best wide receiver right now is a guy who was cut midseason by Buffalo and Hodgins. So, I, look, a tremendous coaching job. I really hope the Giants do win this game. I, again, I'm, I'm pushing right now my plus fours. I'm winning yep. the plus four and a halves. But I, I really would like to see Minnesota lose one of these games. Finally, that's a one-score game. Yeah, Thirty-eight and a half is your in-game total right now. Three and a half the line on Minnesota. Couple scoring plays though happening at the top of the AFC playoff picture in the Bills and Bengals games, respectively. Patriots finally showing some life, Jeff, as the pick six thrown by Mac Jones really is spearheaded, at least for now, some semblance of a New England comeback. They've outscored the Bengals twelve nothing in the second half. Eleven play, seventy-seven yard touchdown drive. Mac Jones to Kendrick Bourne on third and goal from the five. They try a two-point conversion attempt. It fails on a pass to Jacoby Myers. And for those of us who have that Bengals minus three ticket, you, you're now sweating a little bit. Should point out, though, I mean, that was the first drive all game that New England did anything with the football. Still being outgained in this game, 370 to 155. Uh, yet uh, Cincinnati kind of took the foot off the gas, Jeff, and, and now only laying nine and a half your life. Now, 42 and a half is your new total. Yeah, I wouldn't be worried about the minus threes just yet. I think worst-case scenario here, we get a, a gross push, Ben. Yeah. But, I look, a little bit alarming here for Cincinnati where their offense has done nothing in the second half. You threw the pick six. That kind of let, let uh, New England get back in the game. Look, that touchdown drive was kind of fluky. I mean, Jones made two. Kendrick Board made two great catches on that drive. One in triple coverage and in the touchdown catch. Really just a tremendous play to get two feet down. Uh, so, I, I look, I, I wouldn't really be too worried yet. And, look, if Cincinnati scores at all on this drive, Ben, it's going to be awfully hard for New yeah. England to cover the number here. Inside 13 minutes now there in Foxborough. And two games with pretty high spreads with big potential backdoor implications going on right now. Falcons a third and goal down 17-6. Desmond Ritter taking it himself will not get there. So, fourth and goal at the one for the Falcons. In a game that saw a lot of Atlanta action coming in, down to six and a half market wide on Baltimore, being favored at close. So that I have to think this is pretty much the game from a spread perspective with Baltimore up 17-6 right now. 
Atlanta has been woeful in, in red zone situations today. We'll see what happens with the rookie quarterback in his second career start, Desmond Ritter, on fourth and goal at the one. Meanwhile, Jeff, Bears uh, do get a field goal after a second, a very interesting interception thrown by Josh Allen. The first came in the end zone when the Bills were driving in the first half. But after the Bears were stopped on downs in the Buffalo red zone, uh, thanks to a challenge on a bad spot that would have given Chicago the first down, Allen throws a pretty bad pick, leads to three for Chicago. So it's a 21-13 game, 9.55 now to go. And as you see on your screen, closed eight in some shops, eight and a halves in some others, a very significant field goal to say the least there, Jeff, and still uh, just about 10 minutes to go there in the Windy City. Let's just middle the pre-flop uh, earlier in the week and in the in the, uh, in the second half bet on Buffalo, and I'll be pretty pleased with this. There you bet. go. So let's just let's just <laughs> land right here at twenty-one thirteen. No complaints. Uh, yeah, again, wayward day for Allen. Uh, again, this this has been happening too much for a guy who is supposed to be at the at the top of the game at the quarterback position. We've seen this too many times where just bad mistakes and look. It, that's kind of what Josh Allen has been in his career, except for that six-game run at the end of last season where tremendous things, but some ugly things as well. And look, uh, going into next week, Buffalo plays Cincinnati on Monday night, which, Ben, that game's very likely going to determine the number one seed in the AFC. If Buffalo wins that game, they're probably going to get it because they'll have New England, who they match up great with the final week of the year. If Cincinnati wins that game, that, of course, opens the door for Kansas City to get the one seed. But if Allen plays like he has today, Cincinnati's going to win that game. They're going to roll in that game, actually. So uh, got to be very, very careful there if, yep. you're, uh, if you're Buffalo. you got to... You got to you got to get better play out of your quarterback if you're going to beat these upper echelon teams in the AFC. And Buffalo forced to punt now. Allen throws it away on third and nine. So Chicago getting the ball back down by eight. Just over nine minutes to go in the game. I'm seeing Buffalo a very expensive seven and a half. A lot of books right now have that off the board. Forty one and a half is your total. That is trending right on the pregame closing total of around forty and a half or forty one. Meanwhile, that Atlanta play, Jeff, in shocking fashion, did not work. Fourth and goal at the one for the Falcons. After a uh, 13-play, 73-yard, seven-and-a-half-minute drive, Tyler Algier stuffed uh, on a end-around or a pitch play to the left side that had no chance of working. So it stays 17-6 Ravens. Baltimore is covering. And, Jeff, you're covering once again there in Minnesota. Graham Gano, interesting decision by Brian Dable. Uh, looking at the, the time and score right now, 7.55 to go in the game. It was a Less. fourth and five, uh, sorry, 625 to go in the game. It was a fourth and five at the Minnesota 37. Dable kicks the field goal. It's good from 55 yards out from Graham Gano, but very interesting decision. Uh, obviously banking on the defense, getting a stop, maybe getting another field goal opportunity, Jeff, with the Giants now down by one. Yeah, I don't like that. I would have gone there. That would have been a go. I mean, they had the first down. Richie James just dropped the football. On the third on what down was a perfect, yeah. On a perfect throw by Daniel Jones on third and five. Look, look, you have an elite kicker in Godot. He got it there, made the 55-yard kick. That was – I don't like that. I don't like that. Uh, now, look, uh, Minnesota, you've got to get a stop. And the Giants defense that has played above their heads today, Ben. And, look, I don't know how much of that is Minnesota. I don't know how much of that is the Giants. But, 
I don't really love that decision to, to kick. Uh, by the way, I think the, uh, the Seattle back door is going to be slammed shut here in about a second because Mahomes finally hitting Kelsey on a ginormous play, and KC's got a first and goal at the eight. So that back door looking like it could be slammed shut on Seattle in a game where the Seahawks have had just oodles of opportunities yeah. and just unable to, to, to punch it in the end zone here. <laughs> the last three Seattle drives, turnover on downs, Inside the Kansas City, 40. Turnover on downs inside the Kansas City, 30. Interception inside the Kansas City, 25. <laughs> Where Juan Thornhill picks it off in the end zone. Just not your day if you were a Seattle backer today catching the 10 points. And now first and goal, Kansas City looking to put this game on ice from a spread perspective. 6-10 to play after Travis Kelsey goes over 100 yards receiving on the day. That, that catch surely flew him all, all over his uh, receiving props today, six minutes to go there, and now a second and goal upcoming. Uh, Cincinnati does drive right down the field on New England. They, though, miss out on a third and four opportunity. Joe Burrow looking for Trenton Irwin drops a touchdown pass, so they'll settle for three. It's been a, an interesting day for Evan McPherson has missed an extra point. I had another one miss that was negated by a personal foul penalty on New England. So uh, in the win today, Foxborough, this is anything but a guarantee. 43 yards for McPherson, and this kick is swerving nope. and no good. So <laughs> for those of us on Bengals minus three, up 22-0, if Bengals kind of taking the foot off the gas, you understand that with how limited New England has looked, but certainly not there yet from the, uh, the spread perspective. And for those, uh, for those of you who are betting this total under, expecting limited movement in the wind, the, the special teams issues have really helped you out toward the under there. Currently holding steady uh, with that 41 and a half closing total. We're sitting 34 right now. Uh, In-game number now 43 and a half. We'll, we'll, we'll see what the number is reposted. And actually, I saw it just drop to 40 and a half there, Jeff, uh, with a nine and a half spread on Cincinnati and about nine minutes to go. The game we haven't mentioned a ton, though. We should mention it quick before we hit a break. Cleveland at the two-minute warning, down by seven, 17-10 to New Orleans. They are driving at about midfield. Uh, every time I've looked at this game, Either Dennis Allen, the head coach for New Orleans, and Kevin Stefanski, the Browns head coach. I don't know what it is, but they have been so determined to throw the football in this terrible weather. Deshaun Watson has attempted 23 passes today, Jeff. It's just been such a, such a moronic game plan, really from both sides, and, and a game that looks like New Orleans is going to win, barring a late rally here by Cleveland in the final two minutes. Yeah, look, uh, again, this has been a pretty brutal game plan by Stefanski in this horrible weather. And Deshaun Watson, every time I've looked over in that game, Deshaun Watson's been attempting a pass. Yeah, me, yeah, me too. Somehow they only <laughs> – I mean, look, I know it's weird to say in a game where they've ran it 34 times and thrown it 23 times, but 23 passes is about 13 too many in these conditions. Way, way uh, too look, and Look, this has been a very poorly coached game because if I were running things for New Orleans, Taysom Hill would have played quarterback today also. So. Yeah. I look, uh, bad, bad teams, bad game. But, hey, New Orleans holds on. They could be tied for the division lead after this weekend. Uh, Patrick Holmes, rushing touchdown for KC. They're up 20 PAT pending. More updates to come on an NFL Saturday. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds. It was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. 
Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billy's vocals. It was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like, da, 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it going to like? That's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation vlogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. This is Live Bet Saturday on VSAN, the Sports Betting Network. BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, unleashes the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM Rewards. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you can earn BetMGM Rewards points that you can redeem for online bonus credits like free bets. It's never been easier to join the action on the new BetMGM app featuring a fresh redesign with improved features and quicker navigation. Planning a trip to Vegas, you can also convert your BetMGM points into MGM Rewards points that you can use towards dining shows and hotel rooms at over 20 MGM resorts located on the Las Vegas Strip and nationwide. BetMGM Rewards is sports betting's premier loyalty program, including exclusive offers, incredible experiences, and valuable perks when you wager with BetMGM. Sign up with BetMGM or log in today to take advantage of BetMGM Rewards. Eligibility restrictions apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. The Witching Hour continues on Live Bet Saturday presented by BetMGM. A couple quick updates. Shane Zilstra into the end zone for the Detroit Lions, but down 34-20, a game that has flown over the total in Carolina. 346 to go in the game. If you had Shane Zilstra, two-plus touchdowns, though, as a prop, but today's your lucky day. And Malik Willis, brilliant 14-yard touchdown run. I was not uh, not very optimistic there, Jeffrey, with my Titan minus three bet. Down by three at the half, but Willis somehow, some way, comes up with a brilliant play. The rookie out of Liberty, 14-10 Titans laying four and a half now live. 37 and a half is your live total. That total will be very interesting to watch down the stretch. Got hammered from around 38-39 all the way down to 34 at close. Uh, meanwhile, in Minnesota, Jeff, back-to-back punts. Both teams exchanged them. The issue was on the Giants' punt, it was partially blocked, and uh, now you are really in the sweat zone there, Jeff. Vikings ball up by one, three minutes to go. 
Yeah, it just it, 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 not much you can say. It just doesn't matter what you do against this Minnesota team. They're going to find a way to beat <laughs> yeah. you. I mean, it just it, it doesn't really matter. Uh, the Giants have been the right side the whole day, and now you need a red zone hold in order to just push the fours. Uh, so uh, we'll, we'll see what happens. Uh, by the way, uh, Cincinnati's got to wake up in uh, in Foxborough here because Kendrick Bourne has turned into Randy Moss in this second half. Makes his third absolutely outrageous catch of the day uh, to the happiness of the one New England fan behind me. Uh, but uh, look, I, this is a game. Cincinnati's got to wake up here because uh, New England all of a sudden down 22 rock. They have the ball at the Cincinnati 29-yard line here. And Kendrick Bourne has Michael's secret stuff going through his veins right now. I was going to say, look, as betters, sometimes we overreact to in-game developments. But as soon as the pick six happened, Joe Burrow throws it, 65-yard return to England. It had done nothing all day. You just kind of felt like, all right, this will be a sweat if you laid three with Cincinnati. Now going to have to get a stop. The benefit of New England not getting the two-point conversion, though, Jeff, on the previous touchdown is – they would likely settle for a field goal if they don't get it here. Down 22-12, to 12, and that cheer that I heard from behind Jeff at Mandalay Bay. Uh, New England challenging. It was ruled incomplete on that brilliant catch made down the sideline by Bourne, but it was a good catch, so they overrule it. Uh, second and 11 now, New England down by 10, 6.30 to go. Uh, and in Minnesota, it will be a third and 10 upcoming, though, for, for the Vikings, Jeff. 3.06 to play. Vi uh, Vikings one timeout. Giants still have two timeouts. 17-16 lead for Minnesota. We'll see if... You and your New York Giant bet uh, can get a stop right there. Uh, back to Cleveland. This will be the first game that ends of the – unless we go to overtime, it'll be likely the first game that ends. Uh-oh. Well, never, no, never no, mind. Never no, mind, no, Jeff. No, 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 uh, no, 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 no. That's going to be intentional grounding on Mac Jones. That, that, was, a, that was a pass, but that's got to be grounding on Jones. So, like, it, it that wasn't a fumble. Okay, but there's no mind. one in the area, and the dude's getting sacked. Like, that's – that's grounding. That's a definite. That's grounding. Actually, that should be a fumble for that stupid of a play. Uh, but uh, but uh, look, I, I think that's one of those. Yeah, yep, they'll, they'll call yeah. the grounding. Yeah, I, I just mean, saw that. Out that of was I did not see the first part of that play. But yes, intentional grounding on Mac Jones. And so now the Patriots will be. I mean, they're probably out of field goal range at, at the very least right now. Before a third and very long. Uh, touchdown Vikings. Justin Jefferson killing the heart of one. Jeff Parles. With three minutes to go on a 10-catch, 100-yard day now for Jefferson. Third and 10 catch in the end zone. 24-16, three minutes to play. A very significant decision by Arthur Smith, meanwhile, in Baltimore, uh, at least for early numbers. If you waited late, it's not going to matter to you. But down 17-6, Smith kicks the field goal with 2.02 to go on a fourth and four in the Baltimore red zone to make it a one-score game. I guess because it is Desmond Ritter, a quarterback, I mean, you can't really blame uh, Smith for doing that. Baltimore, uh, Atlanta's been horrible in the red zone today, but that cuts it to a 17-9 deficit. Still all those late uh, Falcon, I should say all those late Raven numbers are still covering at the moment. And we're about to see a fourth and 10, Jeff, for the Cleveland Browns. This will be the game down 17-10, 25 seconds to go there. Oh. And I believe... Let's see. I believe, yep, incomplete pass. So this New Orleans no, Saints game, are going game's to over. hang game's on. Over. New Orleans is 17-10, final. By the way, Ben, uh, they're, Cincinnati's challenging this in New England. On closer look, that's a fumble. Like, they, they, the ball is, uh, yes, his arm is going forward. Yes, his hand is going forward. He do not have control of that ball when that ball comes out. So the refs ended up taking a touchdown off the board for Cincinnati. 
But what it will importantly do, though, is give the ball back to the Bengals if that is properly overturned. That's just a terrible play by Mac Jones. Just take your medicine, take the sack. Don't attempt to intentionally yeah. ground the ball with your left hand. So, I look, I think that should get overturned based off that last view that we saw. The New England might get bailed out because the arm was going forward, but... I mean, come on. Don't reward don't reward that garbage right there. Don't reward that. That's a fumble. Now, this is interesting, Jeff. In uh, While we wait for that challenge to be determined, in Tennessee, Mike Vrabel goes for it, up 14-10, uh -huh. to 10, fourth and eight at the Houston 38. Now, like, normally I understand. You're inside the opponent 40. You don't want to be punting. But your defense is the strength of your team. The opposing offense has Davis Mills and Jeff Driscoll at quarterback. You have a rookie quarterback who cannot throw the ball in a forward motion, and you're going oh, for fourth on. and eight at the Houston 38. Incomplete pass, so Houston gets the ball back. Very suspect uh, decision, though, by Mike Vrabel in Tennessee to give the ball right back to Houston. Seeing Tennessee right now, minus three and a half. Big juice there at minus 140. And they, it sounds like they did not overturn that play, Jeff, in Foxborough. Uh, that's two today. That's two today. That they've they're drinking eggnog already in Manhattan today. <laughs> it just, I mean, that's two yeah. blatant, blatant, idiotic mistakes. One that's going to co probably cost the Giants cover. And now this one is opening the door for New England. I mean, that's a fumble. He never had the ball when the ball came out. But again, it is third and 24, and now it's going to be third and 29. Uh, so yeah. uh, we'll, uh, we'll, 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 uh, we'll see how New England weasels their way out of this one now. Well, it would take a lot just for New England to get three on this possession. Down by 12, 6.13 to go. But as we kind of worried about, for those of us on Cincinnati, this has turned into a very unnecessary sweat. Uh, meanwhile, big pass play on third and two for the New York Giants. Daniel Jones finds Darius Slayton. Big gain down the sideline. So Giants down by eight, but in Minnesota territory, 2.23 to go. We'll see if Jeff can get that uh, Giant plus four ticket home. You're at least going to have a uh, puncher's chance there, Jeff. And really, uh, in Chicago, the get last... Get a touchdown uh, and missed the two. Yeah, there you go. Uh, last opportunity <laughs> for Chicago to maybe cover getting the back door after Josh Allen and Buffalo did score on the previous possession to take a 28-13 lead. Justin Fields throws incomplete on 4th and 14, and you have got to be freaking kidding me in Foxborough, Jeff. You want to tell the people what, what we just had to, uh, what we just had happen to us? Uh, oh Jacoby my Myers, uh, oh my uh, just on uh, what should have been an interception, Bates, instead of catching the ball, knocks it down. Uh, and that's, uh, the re that's on the replay review. Like, more than the Bengals, that's on the replay review. Uh, that was also, if that was Kendrick it was, it was Bourne, a, it whoever It was a Hail Mary on 329 from the 48. It's deflected by three different players, two Bengals, one Patriot, and it falls right into the lap of Jacoby Myers at the one for a touchdown. Yeah. And this anybody with Cincinnati minus three is saying, you have got to be, Santa, what did we do to you, man? What did we do to you to deserve this giant lump of coal that is about to be at least a push with six minutes still to go in Foxborough? This is crazy. Yeah. I, I, this is I, I, Cincinnati completely falling asleep in this game, and the only guy who enjoys this is the guy in the Edelman jersey behind oh, me. Oh, but he missed the uh, extra point. Missed the PAT. You know oh. what? That's justice. That's, that's sorry, justice Santa. I take it all back. Yeah, you're and a great guy. Just, just, I love your wardrobe. Okay, sorry. <laughs> just, just drive down the field, score, kick a field goal, run the clock out. Uh, I mean, that's they, uh, Cincinnati backers did not deserve what just happened to them because. That was a fumble by Mac Jones. And the replay review in Manhattan, which has just been absolutely clueless today and has impacted multiple 
spread lines almost today. Uh, they just totally got that wrong. And that was it. They're like, that was a joke. That was, that was an accident. What just happened there. I still can't believe actually watching that play in real time, just how ridiculous of a score that was for New England. 6.02 now to go, at least for the live betting implications. A lot of the spreads off the board. Bengals minus 5.25 still to win the game. A plus 4.05 if you're interested in the New England side. But this game should have been over about an hour ago in real time. Uh, and, and yet it is still very much there in the bounce. Uh, New England still with all three timeouts as well. Fourth and two here, Jeff. 2.07 to go for the Giants. Inside Minnesota territory at the uh, thir at the 27. So, not necessarily the game. Giants still have two timeouts and potentially a two-minute warning, but got to have this one if you're New York and if you bet Big Blue today. Handoff up the middle. That's more than a first down. That is a touchdown. Yes. Saquon Barkley with 2:01 to go. And when we come back for our second hour of Live Bet Saturday, two-point conversion to potentially tie the game in Minnesota. The fraud bullets living up to expectations. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zikazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Videos moderated by real people who review content before it's posted to the feed. I love the dance challenges. I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids. <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great Thank conversation. You. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just $348. With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for.